everyone and welcome to the ninth episode of the Supply Chain Podcast. Today we're joined by Sarah Scudder, a marketing and procurement guru, as well as president at Real Sourcing Network, a print and marketing sourcing tool software company. The topic of this week's podcast is print is not dead. I hope you enjoy. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on LinkedIn at Supply Chain Digital. Well, it's lovely to have you join us today. We've had a few technical hiccups, but we're here. Um, the so, theme of 2020 is being nimble and agile. We're, we're that in action today. Absolutely. And the quote of 2020 is, can you hear me? <laughs> um, okay, so we'll jump into the questions, I guess. Um, just for the first one, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into your current career? Yeah, so I completely fell into procurement. I had no idea what procurement was growing up. It wasn't something that I dreamed or thought about. I used to do runway modeling and was pretty involved in the fashion industry and was planning to pursue a, a career actually producing fashion shows. So when I went to college, that's what I thought I was going to do. My senior year in college, I was putting on a fundraising event for diabetes research for my sorority Alpha Gamma Delta. And in order to put on, it was a pretty major production. We had to source all different sorts of marketing things, media, print, promo, apparel. Well, I had a full course load. I didn't really know how to procure things. I was in college and busy and focused on other priorities. So I hired a local company to actually help me source and procure everything. And after the event, which was a big success, we raised more that year than we ever had before in the history of our organization, uh, they offered me a job. And I thought, why in the world would I want to go into procurement, <laughs> let alone marketing and, and print? But I decided to take the opportunity. And I did it for two reasons. One, I saw a huge opportunity to be a female in a pretty male-dominated space, making an impact, and also being able to bring technology into what I would consider a more traditional or stale industry. So I did marketing for that company for several years. Then we were acquired and I transitioned into marketing procurement. I then did marketing procurement for about three years where I worked with several global companies and helped them set up very strategic solutions around sourcing print and marketing services. So as a marketer and someone doing marketing procurement, I thought there's a lot of manual work being done here. Lots of emails, lots of spreadsheets. There has gotta be a better way to manage this very niche category. So I, thought about it and started building out an idea to have a software company that was very specifically focused on sourcing print and marketing services, which was my background and what I knew very well, and something that also would fall within the marketing procurement bucket. So two years ago, I took the entrepreneurship leap and uh, decided to go for it and i now run a software company called real sourcing network uh, we often go by rsn and we are trying to use technology to help companies innovate in the print and marketing procurement space i love that i love hearing about people's you know come up stories because sometimes you really do just fall into it don't you you never expect it um i love that uh so you're a big advocate I don't know if that's the word, but I'm going to say it. 
big advocate for print. And this is something that I've seen a lot and we, we mentioned it as one of the topics for the podcast and we spoke there about technology. So how is the relationship there between print and technology? Is it mutually beneficial? Does it, does it work well together or are they, are they at ends at each other? Yeah, so print is what I would call a very transitional or a, a very traditional transactional category, meaning there's pe people have been using email and spreadsheets and pretty manual processes for a long time to procure printed material. So I would say it's definitely on the end of the spectrum where people are not using a lot of technology today to procure it, which is why I think there's such a huge opportunity for companies to come in and look at how much are they actually spending on this category. It's often not even looked at because people don't think about it. They don't even realize how much money they're spending on it. And, and I think one of the reasons is people don't really think about what is actually print. Print is packaging, print is labels, print is direct mail, print is water bottles and chotskis, print is apparel, it's tags, but you don't really think about all of that when you think about print. So once you look at and do an assessment of how much you're actually spending on the category, if it's substantial, I think there's an opportunity for organizations to really drive savings and efficiency by using technology since it's not very commonly used today. Absolutely. And are there some industries like, I'm trying to think maybe like the e-commerce industry that must use a lot of print, right? We'll put it under that umbrella. Is, is, that, is that an industry that is going to definitely um, invest in the technology to help print? Yeah, so it's interesting that you bring up e-commerce. So I think there's a, a lot of um, misinformation out there that e-commerce companies don't print anything because by the, the essence of their name, you would think that everything's online. Well, Harvard Business Review did a study in February of this year. I actually recently posted it on LinkedIn because I thought it was so interesting. And their study was done on the impact of e-commerce companies using catalogs, printed catalogs, in conjunction with their e-commerce stores. So what they did is they partnered with a luxury jewelry company that has a global footprint. And they had them run a campaign with digital only. And then they had them run the same campaign with print a printed catalog and digital. So everything the same other than this digi the, uh, the catalog. And there, they found that there was a substantial increase in sales when they used print with digital. So you mentioned again e-commerce. Wayfair and Amazon are two large e-commerce players. They've actually brought back the catalog and they're now printing and shipping catalogs to customers because they're finding it increases their sales when you get a physical printed catalog in the mail with being able to access the items and, and order online. See, that's so interesting because it, what is it about the catalog that people enjoy? Is it the fact they want to look through it? They like to browse. They don't want it on a small screen. Is, do you know anything about that? Is there reasons people like that? So I can give you, so I'm a millennial, 
And I think millennials are thought of to be people that are live on their phones and computers. And actually there's been a lot of research done around how important direct mail is to millennials. And millennials actually respond very, very well to direct mail. And, and the reason for that, I think from my personal experience is we're so consumed on our screens all the time that, I mean, I'll sometimes 15 hours in my day be on my computer or my phone. Mm. And sometimes you're just on overload and it's too much information. So being able to switch your experience and actually touch and feel something and look at it and flip pages, I think is a really unique experience because we're on our phone so much. I think the other reason why print in, in regards to catalogs and direct mail is so impactful is we get so many emails. I mean, if you, if I talk to my friends who are buyers on the buy side in procurement, they'll get, they'll tell you they get three to 500 emails a day. People wow. are overwhelmed. And so what, what do you do? You just delete. And so that digital messaging to drive traffic for online purchases, it's just deleted. But that catalog stands out because there's not 20 or 30 or 40 other catalogs that you're being bombarded with at the same time. The other thing that's interesting is the company Avon, uh, which has targeted more people, women 55 and older, they produce about 26 catalogs a year. And, and the bulk of their business actually comes from their catalog, not from e-commerce orders. And one of the things that they do is they actually have a scented catalog. So when you're flipping through the pages, not only are you touching and feeling, but they're actually leveraging your senses as well to be a part of the experience. See that, I love that. That's genius, like marketing to me. That's so interesting. Um, I pulled up the statistic you put on your LinkedIn sometime last week that says 57% have made purchases based on direct mail offers. And I just thought I'd say that because that is so important, isn't it? Direct mail for millennials, which again, I'm a millennial. Mm. And I think for people in other generations as well, I think it's impactful. And I think it's going to be more and more important for companies to be leveraging direct mail and catalogs. Mm. And do you think, I mean, we're in a time of extreme digital transformation, right? Every company talks about it. It's everywhere. How is print, how is it going to compete? Is it going to be invested in too soon? Yeah, so I, I get asked a lot why I built an entire business around print when print is dying, print is dead, print is going away. I should, I should pull up some of the messages that I get from people on oh, LinkedIn. No. <laughs> oh, no. And I, I welcome, I, I welcome the, the opportunity to explain a different viewpoint. And if you look at statistics in the last three years in the U.S. and globally, the print spend is actually increasing every year. It's not decreasing, it's actually increasing. And the reason for that is because of packaging and labels. So the way that we as consumers buy has completely shifted from brick and mortar. COVID has definitely accelerated that. And people are shopping online. Well, when you buy something online, you have to get it to your customer. And that experience when the customer receives their product is very important if you want them to be a returning customer. And I think Apple has done a brilliant job at teaching us the importance of packaging. Mm. 
when you get something from Apple, I don't know, but I, I'm an Apple girl. I have a Mac and I'm, I'm all Apple products. I love the experience of the packaging, opening it, looking at it because it's so clean, it's so fresh, it's so unique. So the reason why print is increasing is significantly um, due to packaging and labels. And I think that's going to increase substantially in the next five years. So I think we're going to see that as a trend. And there's been a lot of innovation happening in the packaging space. I don't know if you've seen, but in the stores now, for instance, you can buy wine in a, in a recyclable box. Mm or you can buy food like Go-Gurts, where it's actually in flex what's called flexible packaging, and you can eat the product. There's also a coffee company that now has, once you go through the, your coffee beans, the bag completely disintegrates. Oh, wow. So you don't have waste. Yeah. See, a lot of that is um, about sustainability as well, surely. It must, it must come all like full circle. A lot of companies are trying to innovate um, you know, reusable packaging and biodegradable packaging. That's, that's such, so trendy at the minute as well, isn't it? So important. Yeah, so sustainability is becoming more important for organizations. And a big reason for that in my category is because of packaging. Mm. Consumers are demanding and driving sustainability. So it's forcing companies to assess and evaluate w how they're constructing their packaging. And then once you use the product, what happens to it? Mm. And do you think um, during, obviously, COVID, do you think that that changed slightly? People couldn't focus on things like sustainability as much and all it was was demand and people had to get, you know, it was such high demand for things here in, um, in England. You couldn't get toilet roll. <laughs> you couldn't get toilet roll for like two weeks in any of our shops because it was just such high demand and it was so insane. Yeah, same here. I mean... Costco, which is our, you know, big retailer here in the States where you buy everything in mass. I mean, you, it was sold out for, for weeks and weeks mm. as well. So I think there was maybe a pause for a couple months on the focus on sustainability because you're right, we're just in reaction mode and trying to survive. Mm. But now that we've come out of that and you can now get basic products, I think it's, it's still definitely a focus. And I think with global warming and all the fires and all the craziness happening, I think it's really bringing the idea to the forefront that we need to care about our environment. Absolutely. And um, I mean, on the topic of COVID, have you got any, I suppose, have you got any stories you can tell, some reasons, you know, um, how that links with print or maybe um, marketing procurement is something you often talk about? Yeah, so I think, I think print was significantly impacted based on industry. Mm. So if you are in if you are in hospitality at all, whether it's restaurant, whether it's casino, uh, retail, you were you were likely not ordering any print at all for the last few months because your stores aren't open. And when you are producing point of purchase material, merchandise materials, you're putting it in the stores to market to customers, and now your stores are shut down. What I do think it's forced companies in those industries to look at is the importance of direct mail. Because you don't have people now going into your physical stores, you want to drive people to order online. So there's a big push to get people to order from 
um, e-commerce sites. And in order to do that, you have to get in front of your customer. So I think, again, the idea of the catalogs and the pushing things in direct mail in conjunction with digital uh, had a big impact on those industries. And then you look at other industries like healthcare and some of the companies involved with making respirators and chills, I mean, their sales have been booming. So the volumes of print that they've ordered has actually significantly increased because they're needing to produce and ship so much product. Mm. That, uh, it's so interesting, isn't it? How, how crazy this whole thing is and the, the massive strain and you know, disruption it had on the supply chain. It's, it's, you know, it's unfathomable, I can say that there. <laughs> um, and perhaps we can move on slightly to, um, I see a lot, we spoke about um, marketing procurement. Would you mind just being able to, just breaking down what that actually means um, to myself and to the listeners? Yeah, so marketing procurement is when marketing and procurement collaborate and work together to procure goods, services, and technology that drive the activities that marketing is doing for a company. So within marketing procurement, there's a couple major buckets. The first major spend for marketing is media and agency. And this is often the biggest part of the spend. This can be hundreds of millions or billions of dollars depending on the company. So that's a big, big part of the marketing mm -hmm. spend. Then you have print, which again, depending on the industry and the size of the company can be somewhat substantial. Then you have the freight and logistics piece. So transporting materials and products and items. And then you have conferences and events. And often that falls under marketing as well. So those are some of the major buckets. And then the newest and one of the things that I'm, I find one of the most fascinating is this whole technology piece. So in order for marketing professionals to do their job, they're needing to leverage a lot more technology than they used to in the past to push out campaigns and most importantly, to really get good data and insights so they can come up with more effective programs. So um, we call that MarTech, which is marketing technology. And it's something that my company spends a lot of time talking about. We actually produced an ebook at the end of last year and hosted a virtual panel all around MarTech because it's becoming a, a significant part of the marketing spend. And I think it's going to increase um, dramatically in the next three to five years. Yeah, and um, what technologies come, actually come under that umbrella? Under MarTech? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so there's so many. So I would say, um, I'll give examples, social media platforms that allow you to automate posting, that allow you to track and manage reviews, that allow you to focus and look at your brand presence online. Uh, survey technology, if you're having customers go into a store and you want them to survey and give you feedback about their experience. There's platforms that allow you to track and manage your media and agency spend because there's a lot of different components. So having a central place to do that. And then project management tools are really important. There's often many different components. Um, you've got video, you've got print, you've got social media. So being able to combine all of that and track it in an online tool so you can execute a successful campaign. Awesome. That's amazing. I love everything technology. I think it's obviously everybody talks about it and I love it. I guess 
to kind of like sum everything up, what are your thoughts and just opinions on the collaboration of print and technology? Yeah, so I think my my big belief and my team and, and what we're doing at RSN is all around combining technology and print. And it's really broken down into two buckets. The first is using technology to better source and procure the, your printed materials. So instead of just sending emails or spreadsheets, or buying from the same provider that you've bought from for the last 10 or 20 years, being able to use a system to track supplier performance, to do competitive bidding, to capture all your data and analytics and insights. And that's where tools like ours that we've built come into play. Um, and I think those are really, really important to better manage the procurement side of print. And again, when we're talking about print, we mean packaging, labels, promo, apparel, direct mail, anything that's really logoed or branded. And then the second bucket for uh, combining technology and print is running marketing campaigns that use both print and digital marketing. So the example of the catalog that we talked about earlier, where you're gonna run a campaign and you're maybe gonna do digital ads, you're gonna do emails, uh, maybe you're going to put on an event, you're going to speak at an event, but then you're also going to send your customers or your prospects things that they're physically going to get at their homes in the mail. So I think that's a huge, huge factor in where marketing campaigns are going. And to some of them, uh, features, does that, does that fall into automation and artificial intelligence at all? You know what? I think it will. I, I don't think AI has played a major part yet in my world. And when I say my world, I mean the print space. 3D printing has become, is probably one of the most important trends that's starting to happen. So my boyfriend is a scientist. So he's a material scientist and he works at a very large lab here in California. And 3D printing has been a game changer for them. So imagine if you're a scientist and you design or develop or come up with something, and then it takes you six months to get a prototype. Well, what you did, it's already gone, right? With, with new current events, that's already no longer relevant. Now with 3D printers, within the same day, they can get prototypes of what they need to further along their experiments. So I would say 3D printing is one of the most important technologies that the print industry has seen in a long time. Yeah, and it's, everything is, is coming back to being real time, isn't it? Being instant, everything is so fast. Is there any points that you would like to throw in or discuss? Yeah, so I'll say I think one of the biggest opportunities in procurement today is for procurement to partner with marketing to take over the marketing spend. Marketing is often the really, really challenging category and it's often never touched or very, um, there's, there's very few opportunities for procurement and marketing to collaborate. I work with a lot of CPOs and have conversations and I'll always ask, you know, what are your most challenging categories? And almost always 
marketing is one of the top two. And it's because chief marketing officers report directly into the CEO. They have very, very large budgets and they've been tasked with driving sales. And when they're focused on growth and sales, they're kind of given complete authority to do whatever they want. So they don't want someone in procurement coming and telling them about cost cutting and saving money. So now because of COVID for the first time, marketing budgets have been cut substantially. I mean, we're seeing 50, 75 percent, 80% cuts. And so now marketing is really having to focus on how can I do more with less? How can I save money? How can I be more efficient? So now more than ever is procurement's time to go collaborate and partner with marketing to help them put systems and processes in place to do their job better. And the key with all of that is do not talk about cost cutting or saving money. That is not what marketing wants to hear. You need to focus on adding value. How can you provide new innovative solutions so marketing can build the brand and drive sales? Now, of course, in the back end, um, one of the, the side benefits probably will be saving money, but the focus should be on adding value. And I love that. I feel like that's actually a really um, important point to maybe end on, adding value. <laughs> um, I would just like to say, if you're happy, thank you so much. That was very, I enjoyed that chat. That was very interesting. I loved hearing all of your insights. Um, yeah, thank you so much. Marketing procurement is cool. So we're, I'm on a mission this year to really focus on elevating the coolness of procurement and particularly marketing procurement because it has a huge future. Yeah, absolutely. Let's keep talking about it. Let's, um, you know, let's share everything we can, get people, people knowing about it. It's the best way really, isn't it? My hashtag of the year is making procurement cool. I like it. I love it. I'm going to use it. <laughs> awesome. Um, thank you so much, Sarah. It's been amazing. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm always down to talk about print and marketing and procurement, all, all are things that are very important to me. And 